Welcome to The Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And tonight we're covering the, we're doing the instant cast for season four, episode 14, entitled The Grove. This is a tough episode for me to talk about because I don't think I've ever been more repulsed by the the character and actions and performance of that character uh, and simultaneously engrossed with another character for the same reasons. Uh, totally. It's, and I've got an, another layer of, for the first time in a long time, mm-hmm. um, the comic book fan is a little bit at war with the show fan. And okay. every time that's happened before, I've we, had, we weren't doing an instant cast. Like, you know, when they just chose to let Shane survive in season one, um, I was always able to have time to think about it and process it with an instant cast. Um, I don't know because I, my gut reaction is this situation almost entirely played out as it did in the comic, Mm -hmm. but the reasons and the background and the motivations of the characters were different. And my gut reaction is I prefer the comic version, but I don't know if that's a fair reaction or not because the other thing is as we said, the you know the performances really were a, were a problem in engaging in some of this material. Yeah. But they did swing for defenses. They did. They took a big old swing, and I feel like the person who fucking nailed it out of the park on every level was Melissa McBride. Oh God, yeah. She tore down that scenery, poured moonshine on it, and set it ablaze. Oh sure. Uh. Every scene she was in, I was just a hundred percent on board. Uh, yeah, and my adoptive father Chad was no slouch either. Absolutely, yeah. Like those are those two had some of the best kind of a duet type performance that I've seen in this show. I'll put it up against anything. Oh yeah, yeah, and definitely the strongest work this season by far. Yeah, I, I mean, when I think about Michonne breaking down, it didn't hit me as hard as Carol having to put a bullet in Lizzie's head. Yeah. And even though I don't like, I actually actively despise the character of Lizzie. Yes. And everything she is and stands for. Yes. But I know how much she meant to Carol. Mm-hmm. And that, that just tears at you. Yeah. Because it tears at her. Yeah. And that's and a character indeed. we like. Yeah. Uh, I mean, surprisingly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, compared to her mid-season two mm-hmm. to oh, now. And even the action she's taking at the very moment you're you're watching that and identifying with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's She's got to do this horrible thing, and it's it's heartbreaking, but she knows. And, and I, I could see a lot of this stuff coming because I, I knew the the comic book story uh, a little bit because you've told me about right, it. Right, in, 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 in the spoiler section. Yeah, and when I saw, like, the the preview for this week where they showed her lizzie out the window playing with the zombie i was like oh well that's got to be one of the girls they're the only ones dumb enough to do that or or naive enough i guess to do that yeah uh, so it made a lot of sense that lizzie was doing that um i don't know i just we've talked in the past about the performances of children on this show 
Uh, Carl, we think, is doing a good job. Lizzie and Mika, not so much. Uh, I don't want to throw too much blame here, but it was very, very difficult for me to get into these scenes with Lizzie. A, because I hate the motivations of her character. Right. And B, because I think it was a poor performance. Yeah, and... And, and I don't... And I feel like the writing, the lines she was given weren't great either, but I just don't think she pulled it off. And that's that's sad. I don't want to tear into her. What's I'm just that actress's that. name? Something Scarbino? Scar- yeah, Scarbino something. I don't know. Um, I ran into her at the mm-hmm. Walker Stalker Con, which, by the way, I apologize we're so late. Uh, we kind of forgot that there was an hour time zone difference between Chicago and Indianapolis. Uh, when we were coming back and we got a little bit later start than we thought because of uh, the the panel I was able to do with uh, Gwendolyn Christie, uh, who plays Brianna Tarth on Game of Thrones. Yeah. And we'll have a full report on the Walker Stalker Con. we got a lot to say. Oh, yeah. Thanks for everybody that came out and introduced themselves. Yeah. Um, Had a great time. It was a great time. Uh, but we'll have a full report on that on Tuesday cast. But I just want to apologize for being late on the show thread and on the – um on, on the instant cast itself mm-hmm. um i ran into her and i couldn't believe how little she was yeah like i i always assume that maybe she's 14 or 15 playing young like everyone does mm-hmm. but she's just a little kid sure and again it's not her fault that someone put her in this position but and it, it's kind of like you know there was a lot of this episode where I turned to you and said, this is Jake Lloyd 2.0. Sure. Yeah. The, the, she just doesn't have the, didn't, it did. It seems like there, there wasn't the experience or maybe there wasn't the direction or the ability to get the performance, uh, out of this, out of this young talent. And I feel bad because I've heard that she's gotten a lot of hate mail. Uh huh. And that's terrible. Sure, I would never condone sending hate mail to her. And, um, but it's a shame because this was some powerful, powerful material they were dealing with here. Yeah. Um, very dark too. And you know, made me kind of sit in the pit of my sick in the pit of my stomach. But every time I really wanted to fully engage on it, uh, those you know, um. And they, it seems like sometimes Mika did a good job, and sometimes uh, the Lizzie character delivered, mm-hmm. but they never could quite get it together at the same time. And you know, the, the they're good at different things. I I, I don't know. Yeah, and, what it really felt like to me is the nuance wasn't there. It was all or nothing with yeah. the performances, and 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 juxtaposed with Melissa McBride's oh right extremely a perfectly nuanced performance when she's talking with Tyrese uh out by the tree and he's explaining like his dreams about Karen and she's just she's shedding a tear and and two tears after that it's it's just heartbreaking and when she turned to him and gave her speech about how maybe they're not maybe they're not haunting maybe they're helping us that was yeah. such a great way to portray that and her performance, just you can see the anguish in her face. You can see her desire to tell him, but at that moment she can't. And it's and it just you put those two performances next to each other, and it's hard to it's hard not to say that the performance got in the way for me a little yeah. bit. It, yeah, it'd be similar like if Aaron Paul were in a movie about racing cars, <laughs> and he was tearing up the screen, and the other people just couldn't keep up. No, but imagine like. <laughs> 
and maybe this is a bad example because maybe this guy's a great actor, but Jesse Plemons, who played uh, Todd. Imagine if he yeah, was yeah. Aaron Paul and he had that same kind of flat, dopey affect and doing some of the stuff that Aaron Paul was trying to do. Sure. And so, like, it would – Brian Cranston is Walter Whiting at – and leveling scenery with his uh-huh. performance, and you got Jesse, Pl- <laughs> you know, Doe Face Jesse Jesse Plemons Pl- playing against him. Yeah, you know, it's not fair to say that he's terrible because he was really yeah. good at Todd. Sure, um, but if they put him in that position to fail, it just really detracts from the overall experience and the overall level of art that we see. And yeah. it's a damn shame because my God. I can't say enough about Chad and Melissa's work here. I really can't. It's remarkable. Yeah. And uh, when they she finally did come clean, how she handled that sliding the gun across the yeah. table, and then his performance, like he, you know, his whole body tensed up, and then he made the decision to forgive her. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was it was it was beautiful. But there again, the character's motivation. You keep on saying Lizzie. I, I you know, I. I you keep on saying things like, I just, I'm revolted by everything she stands for. Yeah. That is the big problem I have with me because I feel like, um, if you wanted to take the character in that, um, direction that they needed to be, it's like these girls were judged entirely on their ability to scream and their ability to be cute. Sure. But what you really needed is a child that could be haunted. Yes. You need some sort of conflict within those characters, and there was none. Yeah. Period. Uh, Lizzie was very much on the side of the walkers. Mika was very much on the side of the humans. Yeah. There was no conflict there. Yeah. And that that creates a boring performance. And I want to say more, but I'm I, – I'd like to talk more about that, but I feel like I need to wait till the spoiler section because I, I don't know. Okay. I mean – I don't know that I. Uh, it's a good idea to compare fully the stuff between the show versus the comics. Yeah, I'll probably talk about it in a spoiler section, just like right on the other side of it, like I did last week with some of the uh, the, the, the not really spoilers because I can't imagine them reusing this material again. Yeah, but it's possible. Mm-hmm. And you know, there again, I just don't know what Kirkman's thinking. He's like a kid with an erector set, and he's taking the same parts. It's like, you know, when the kid, he's got, he's got a Lego kit, and he put together according to the instructions, and it's this cool castle, mm-hmm. or it's this cool drag racer. And then, you know, they get bored, and they take it apart, and they put it back together. And, like, a, uh, you know, it's like a, he's like a six-year-old with an eight-year-old Lego kit, you know? <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, yeah. like, if the kid was 10, he might be able to take that rocket ship and reassemble it into a moon base, and it would be kind of cool. And uh-huh. the, the bricks would match, and it would go together the theme. But he's putting it together, and it just looks like a piece of shit. Yeah. And that's my initial reaction is Kirkman's desire to pull these things apart and put them back together in a different way just for his own amusement. Mm-hmm. I It just didn't work. And it wasn't just a performance either because I don't know that you could put uh, hey, uh, uh, in his prime Haley Joel Osment or Drew Barrymore or uh, Dakota Fanning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know you could put any of them in that slot with that motivation and expect the audience to connect with them. Yeah. Because the problem was, um, you know, the motivation, I'll just say this, the motivation of comic, the the child in question couldn't tell the difference between the living and the dead. 
Hmm. Okay. Um, whereas in this, they added the extra dimension that she preferred the dead to the living. Mm-hmm. And I, that is hard for me to connect with. I don't understand. It's full on psychotic. Yeah. In my opinion, because there is no conflict. She believes this thing 100% and is unwavering in it. Right. She's literally more sympathetic to the dead than the living because she gleefully, you know, tortures an animal, uh, uh, an animal to death. She's feeding live things to walkers. Yeah. She says she can hear them talk. But that just – it's like someone that fucked up and broken, I don't see how they can carry other scenes and stuff. And yeah. and the fact that she's so – it's like if she's so scared about killing the zombies, then how can that total lack of empathy be shown to the baby in episode two in Judith? It's, I, that's hard for me to wrap my head around to me because it's like if her character was just like, I don't want to kill anything mm-hmm. – or if they had done a better job at elaborating, maybe she thought zombies were better because they're tougher or they don't die or, yeah. you know, something like Some that. But kind that of kid's motivation. Yeah. Like you got to think like, you know, why would a 10 year old be attracted to these monsters? Yeah. Why would she prefer their company to the living? They didn't because, give us even a hint of that. Because they don't disappoint her because they can't die because they're not going to and, and her, you know get an idea of her annoyance at, at the adults that are continually killing these things that she, mm-hmm. they, they, if that was their mode, the way they were trying to go, I don't think they did a very good job of, of painting that picture. Yeah. So, and I'm trying to remember older episodes that may have painted that picture. And I can't think of those either. Well, I mean her, you know, giving it the name and, and all that, Yeah, but, but she looks at them as pets, but we don't ever see why. Well, and, and then again, it's like, they seem like we had this false epiphany and I think it was internment. It's hard to keep all those one no. word aisle, but uh-huh. the one where um, she tried to lead the the intubation dude away mm, from Glenn. Yeah. So she showed the awareness that that dude would have killed Glenn. Yeah. And that that was not something good. And she's scared. She's also still like, um, don't play her as scared when a walker attacks. Uh huh. I, I, I really, to me, again, the performance is only part of the problem. And sure, maybe, sure. And, and, and I've said already too much because I, I'm leery of talking about all this without having the time to digest it. Yeah, yeah. But that's my first impression, that this was a jumbled mess from the written page because uh, character, the motivation, I prefer the dead to the living, mm-hmm. and I'm not afraid of the dead at all, and they're the ones that don't let me down. That That is not a consistent characterization, my first blush. Sure. There are other inconsistencies in this episode. I mean, the idea – so back in season two when they were on the road, the literal road, uh, and there were cars strewn about everywhere, and they were looking in these cars, and there were people dead in their cars. Uh, oh, we, yes. We presumed that these people had died of heat stroke or uh, – And we were – no, I you, think they basically said as much, right? Yeah, they they did. I think that was a Mazera line. It's like, oh, well, their brains cooked in the hot Georgia sun. Yeah, perfect. Okay, I can buy that. Sure. Now, fast forward two seasons, and we are looking at crispy-ass burnt walkers from the house that Daryl and Beth had just covered in moonshine and burnt. Cl- the clear, which was a cool... Which was fucking awesome. The fact the that effect, they tied that together. Yes, and, and the, the effect of the zombies looked fantastic. Yeah. But how do you reconcile those two ideas? That heat from the sun in a hot car can melt your brain enough to where you cannot become a walker... Yet walkers can stroll out of a burning house, and their heads can explode into ash and smoke when they're shot. 
Well, here's the two. Here, here's how do you, what I how think do you... happened because I we we got in the tail end of the um uh the Greg Nicotero interview and we talked to Jason from the Walking Dead cast later and they talked about uh-huh. how they intentionally put homages to other zombie series in there. Sure. And the fact that you know we had we have Mazera versus Gimple versus Darabont who set the zombie rules and seemed to be kind of serious about following them. I think this was a House of the Living Dead arcade homage. Okay, it definitely could be, yeah. Because you've, even with the way they shot, like you see the fact that they took a shot to the shoulder, shoulder, chest, head, uh-huh. and the way that the head kind of disintegrated is very similar to the arcade sims, which is fine. That's cool. That's yeah. cool, but you are fucking, fu- fucking with the zombie cannon. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, again... It's just an inconsistency. What kind of show does this want to be? Does this want to be just a gonzo show that appeals to zombie lovers and killers, or does it want to have the drama that appeals <laughs> to guys like myself? Yeah, you can't put inconsistencies like that in an ultra-dramatic episode like this one. Yeah. And, and, and appeal and choose an audience there because it, it's it's not happening. Right. But, yeah, I, I feel like that was a deliberate um, – because that's straight out of the arcade, the crispy yeah. zombies and the way they got shot and even – even the way they framed it was very uh-huh. House of the Living. Uh, that is the series, right? House of the Living yeah, Dead. Yeah, yeah. Or is this House of the Dead? Uh, it's House of the Dead. Yeah, House yeah. of the Dead. So, um, and it was cool also that you had kind of levels of crispiness. Mm-hmm. So the really crispy ones come out first. You, those were the guys in the house or right. very near it, uh, and then gradually they get less and less burnt. And so you have some heads exploding into ash, some exploding right. into blood and ash, some just blood. It was really cool. Very interesting concoction, though, because you had some of the highest of the highs of the uh-huh. season, and you had some of the lowest of the lows. Yeah. And um, I, I I just, again, I found it hard to really pin. And maybe that's a point. I mean, that, but I, I think that's a cop-out anytime. It's like, well, the person's crazy. If, like, any objection can be answered, well, the person's psychotic. I don't think that's true. Because real psychotic people don't operate like that. They're not just random. and Sure. You know, they usually have a consistently we it's it's fucked up, mm-hmm. but it's a fairly consistent worldview. Yeah, from the point of view of most people, it would be their motivations would be considered crazy. They still have motivations. Yeah. And those motivations can be explained. Yes. That's not something they do on this show with that character. And even it, it even happened a little bit and I know, look, 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 look. I I understand. This isn't I'm Aaron's too stupid to understand that Lizzie at the end was saying that her and Carol were having a conversation about what must need to be done. Uh-huh. And Carol was having one conversation and Lizzie was having another. Yeah. Like and I, Mika was having even another. <laughs> I get it. Uh-huh. I get it. But in this one episode, I don't think they did a very good job of, of conveying the fact that, you know, it was like, for example, when um, the, the walker was coming at Lizzie and she had uh, the baby, mm-hmm. Judith, and she's like recoiling just freezing in fear that's the same girl that was playing tag with the zombie yeah yeah which, fantastic scene by the way great opening oh yeah the and, shots and, through the windows and if that was the way her character was played throughout the whole episode and throughout this whole sequence of episodes yeah that would be pretty fucking amazing mm-hmm. leading up to her killing it's like look i it's like i figured out how to explain it to you i i killed Miki, but i didn't touch her brain that would have been really cool, mm-hmm. but we didn't get that consistency throughout, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I am with you. Uh, Frustrating episode. Extremely, extremely. And I've got to go right down the middle on it. It's unfortunate, given the stellar performances of Melissa McBride and Chad Coleman, but... Wild guard. I've got to. 
there was some conjecture in the Bald Move headquarters, the Bald Tower, when okay. we were watching it, yeah. that Tyrese and Carol had abandoned Judith. <laughs> if they had done that, that is a that would have been a fucking game changer. A game changer in a bad way, in my opinion. Really? I don't think Carol would ever do that. Really? Certainly. Uh, with that voiceover where, like, everything's changed and you finally change, and I, I kind of well, thought Well, her that... whole reason telling Lizzie to change was to keep her alive. I don't think she would ever abandon that child. But the baby is a liability. Certainly. And but, her but it's and not Tyrese one that's... are better off without her. And that would have as been, soon as Judith kills somebody, I'll change my mind to that to would have been extremely interesting if they had just gone ahead and like, okay, well, we've killed one child because it's a liability, and they just like snapped and turned and it's like we've got to do whatever we need to to maximize our survival chances. That All would right, have been. I, I'm not saying that's look. I see I'm, what you're saying. I just I'm don't not, agree. I'm not saying it would have been great, or I would have thought like taking Glee in it. Yeah, no, I know. But that would have been a whole other level of swinging for the fences, and it dramatically change how I feel about Carol and Tyrese, which honestly is kind of cool. Sure, but I think it's pretty clear. Uh, but if one person thought, I bet some of us. I think it's fairly clear that uh, uh, Tyrese had some kind of papoose. Yeah, he he yoded up Judith. Yeah, he did a couple front flips. Yeah, and then and, and now he's do a you Jedi. Think, do you think they're intentionally kind of playing with that because it's not overt that they still have the kid? You have to kind of be paying, or, or do you think it was overt? I thought it was overt, especially when they when they turn their back and they start walking down the tracks. There's a, a long like, lingering shot, and you can kind of see the head wobble. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I mean, they might have bundled her up too tight. They might. Accidentally pull Lizzie here. Zombie. They get to Terminus. They open up the package. There's my zombie. <laughs> zombie. Gonna gum you to death. <laughs> um, but no, I, no, I mean, I feel like they, again, I don't know why. I don't know why, but I feel like they intentionally did a little bit of did they, didn't they? And I, I hmm. need to see the Talking Dead to see if Hardwick mentions it, then it's for sure intentional. Okay. Sure. But if they wanted us, you know, why, why wouldn't you just expose the baby's face? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, maybe they didn't have the baby on set that day. Well, they've got they didn't have any babies. Stunt Judiths that would have that would have Judiths. That's right. That that would have uh, served appropriately for that. That's true. Um. So now there is no question who was feeding the walkers. That question has been laid to rest. Thank you very much. We know Carol actually, in fact, killed David and Karen. Yep. There is no more question about nope, any of those things. She, so please, if if Lizzie don't had been that. the one to kill her and, and Carol had, and I almost thought when Tyrese is like, but she couldn't have, uh, and, and uh, she she wasn't strong enough to carry them away and Carol kind of closed her eyes, I thought, oh, fuck. <laughs> She's going to reveal. It has been right. <laughs> no. but I'm fi- And I'm fine with that because that's yeah. consistent with Carol's character now. It is. Rick was not just imagining what he saw. I still think I still think that Carol was wrong for taking unilateral action. Okay. Um right. it's not her right to take to do that. Mm-hmm. And I also think Rick was wrong for banishing her. Sure. I still believe both of those things is wrong. And they I'm both should you. be brought up on tribal council prison <laughs> charges. They're off the island. They're off the <laughs> island. But um yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Okay. I'm just happy those questions are laid to rest because those have been kind of the two big open ones from the last half of the season that I, we've known. We've known all along. These writers have told us, but no one really wanted to believe it until now. You mm-hmm. have to believe it now. Sorry. 
Super interesting that Lizzie is more comfortable killing the living than the zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like the opposite of her sister Mika. Yeah. I feel like together, you give them both guns, I think they're yeah. probably good. Although, no, because no. Mika kills some walkers, and then Lizzie Lizzie's kills Mika. Because yeah. she fucking raged out on Carol. No, I think that that seemed like a good idea in the writing room. And then when they try to put it on paper, it's like, oh, it's going to be you know two sides of a different coin. And, like, you know, yeah. who's the strong one? Who's and putting the sisters one? at odds is kind of an interesting thing to do. Yeah, but it just, eh. Like yeah. I said, I, I, to me, it, it was hard for me to get behind that. And I... I don't have a hard time getting behind crazy characters. Yeah. And this is, you know, this is straight up of mice and men shit, too, at the end. Mm, yeah. You know, uh, it, it's like, you know, th- uh, look at the flowers versus think of the bunnies. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and, and, and similar kind of emotional punch there. I was wondering if she could even do it at the end. And, and I felt like it was right that she did it. That's who Carol is at that do moment. Do you think it would have been... Let's not answer this on the cast. This is a, this is the first time we've ever okay. done this a tease for the listeners for, and for me and for you. Okay, but do you think it would have been more powerful if Carol had just shot Lizzie when they first came upon Mika? If she'd have said, you know, uh, basically the same thing except for instead of sending sending Tyrese after them, we'd be like, you know, you run. Mm. I'm gonna t- I, me and Tyrese gonna tie her up. You run around. You run to the house and get whatever. And then as soon as she turned around, just pulled out a gun and shot it. Like like Carol said, I know what needs to be done. And she, still the same performances and the same – Yeah. You know, do you, I, I almost wonder if that wouldn't have been a little bit more powerful. I don't know. There's there's definitely potential there. Well, I well, think well, let's not answer it. Okay. Let's, 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 right. let's, let's there, say There that. is potential there. Save it for the <laughs> cast. Save it for the other cast. cast. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, then that's about all I have to talk about with this episode. I'm going right down the middle. It was – some of it was fantastic, probably some of the best acting I've seen in this show, period. Lots of good mood, lots, uh, you know. As, as Some a- great shots. I mean, the shot where Carol and Tyrese are hugging, and they pull out to this wide shot of all these, uh, I don't know what kind of trees those are, but all the white-flowered trees right. budding. Uh, I thought that was that was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but then on the other side of it, you've got some stuff that I really, really didn't like. Yep. So uh, it's right down the middle. Got to decide whether we're supposed to not like it and whether we didn't like it because it was bad or we didn't like it just because it offended our sensibilities. That's the thing that I'm going to end. Mm, yeah. I got, the added, I got the added layer of did I not like it because it didn't go the way the comics went. Sure. And I have a prejudice towards that. So I'd love to hear what other people thought. Oh, uh, yeah. If you, especially if you're a comic reader and especially if you're a show reader. I mean both those um, both of those viewpoints are – are, va- are are valuable. Mm-hmm. You can send us feedback at watching dead at baldmove.com. Um, we Jim and I both were remiss on the instant watches, but we usually are better than that at facebook.com slash baldmove and Twitter at baldmove. Um, when I post, I'll, I'll post the recap of the instant reaction and maybe we can uh, tomorrow because I'm about to pass out. Yeah, I can uh, tell. Tomorrow we <laughs> Your can, eyes are closing as you speak. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow we can hash out some of this in a thread and, and get some mm-hmm. shit straight before the main cast on Tuesday. All right. Sounds great. Uh, until then, I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. See you in a couple days.